Welcome back to Clear Talk. On this episode, we talk about how to handle defeat in the midst of a pandemic, what's the best business to be building right now, and lastly, what to do if you feel like the entire world has been swept from under your feet. Enjoy. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Clear Talk. My name is Armin Shafi. I'm your host for the number one show for entrepreneurs who need clarity. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited because I think we have questions today about how entrepreneurs, self-employed people, business owners can adjust, adapt, and um, um, how what they can do in, in, in times like this for their business. So welcome back to everyone who's here. I'm just checking myself. This looks great. It's a great setup. I love it, man. That's good. Um, this is going to be a good show. I have a, I have a good feeling. So let's do some coffee talk before I get into the questions. Here's my coffee talk. First and foremost, I slept at 5 a.m. last night. Um, if you can't tell by my face, because I am obsessed with what I'm working on right now. I'm excited. I've been building something to help entrepreneurs out in my field, in my industry, coaches, speakers, authors, trainers. I've been uh, building something that's going to genuinely help them out throughout this uh, throughout this whole pandemic, this crisis, this economic crash that's about to come. So I have been consumed with my time uh, building this thing. Uh, and I'm excited about it. So I slept super late last night and I woke up pretty much only four or five hours later to come here to do the show. Now here's the second thing, going off that, because I've been consumed with my purpose. I made a post on my Facebook. I don't know how many days ago, when was this? Let me check. I made it yesterday, okay? Yesterday at 1 a.m. Not like Sunday, like like Saturday, I believe, right? Saturday, no, it was, was it in the morning of Sunday? I don't know, but I made it a day ago, okay? And all I said was, if you're bored during quarantine, you lack a purpose in life. Now, I'm a student of Thinking Grow Rich. I've been studying uh, this stuff for years now. And, um, and and just so just to make this clear, when I say purpose, I mean something to work towards. It doesn't have to be like life purpose. I'm not talking religiously. I'm talking about having a goal. It could be as simple as I want to make sure I lose 10 more pounds and then this whole thing happened. Don't don't give up on the purpose of losing 10 pounds. That goal right there, don't give up on it just because you can't go to the gym. I've been working out in the morning in my house every day. But that's the point of the, the statement. And I'm specifically addressing, by the way, um, you know, the people that are like in like unconsciously wasting their time. I mean like they're playing games. They're watching social media. They're drifting away. They're they're allowing themselves to go brain dead. You know what I mean? Like the people that they're going brain dead. Like you can't even. Like they're doing nothing with their time. And that's what I think they call bored. And so that's what I mean when I say bored. Okay, that's first and foremost. Secondly, um, wait, that's third now. Third point is this. Um, I have so many awesome people give uh, great perspectives on the post. I genuinely did not know. It's going to get this much, uh, this much like heat and engagement. So, you know, we're at uh, <laughs> we're at like uh, almost 200 comments now, um, and just lots of people. And I can see that some people are like right on. You know, they kind of got my point. And then some people are just totally offended, or they disagreed or whatever. And I was I was curious. Like I'm not afraid of you know the confrontation. Like let's like why why are you why are you. Uh, why was this a bad post to you, you know? So I got a lot of great comments. I, I'll be honest with you guys. Like As I was reading them, I'm like, you know, I, I saw, I read a couple. I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. Like you, what you just said. You know, some people are like, my, my purpose is not that about boredom. My purpose is dependent on meeting other people every day. And if I can't do that, then what do I do now? 
And uh, I said, you're, I agree with you. Like, you know, I, I run seminars, but I have the luxury of having an uh, online program, an online business as well. But if I didn't, obviously I know. But here's what I'm trying to get to at this point is that with my comment, all I'm trying to say is this, when your purpose is sincere in life, like when you genuinely, genuinely had a goal, you will see this whole thing happening in the world as a part of it. And what I mean by that is not that it happened for you, but it's happening for us as a human race. Um, you know, what I mean by that is like in the last episode, we talked about this where pretty much I was talking about how if you want to turn this whole quarantine pandemic, coronavirus, all this stuff around to your favor, um, by the way, this is with exception to the people who are dealing with the virus themselves and have family who are dealing with it. I'm, those people, like I understand, you know, my dad had cancer. It was very hard to focus on my, on my purpose, on my business. If I didn't have my purpose, by the way, I would have drifted off into like the abyss. So I was lucky I had a purpose even when my dad was dying of cancer. Um, so I'm not talking about those people because that's like your mental chemistry is messed up. Like you got to think about your family. But if you're not one of those people and you're sitting in a home at, uh, you know, at home with nothing to do other than just be paranoid that you might get the virus, that's the person I'm talking to. And if that's you, what I'm trying to say is if your purpose is sincere enough, you will find a way to adjust yourself and your lifestyle to get the purpose regardless of the circumstance. This, guys, this is no different than any other thing that comes in our life that's a challenge. It's just the first of its kind. I'm going to say that again. This is no different than any other challenge or adversity that comes in our life, get, gets in a way of what we want. It, it's not the first of it. It's just the first of its kind. It's no different though. What I mean is there's no difference between this and you having a real death in the family, not because of uh, COVID-19, but more of something else. What's the difference? And so who you're becoming and who you're being in this time. Yes, I understand. We have a lot of green area like totally like it's exceptional, uh, not exceptional, it's accepted and totally justified to be paralyzed, to be afraid, to be worried, to be struggling, to have mental issues right now. I understand that. This is not, the post, by the way, was not neglecting or minimalizing the, the, the severity of the problem. I wasn't trying to do that. That's not the point. The point of the, the intention behind the post is simple. I want you to be obsessed as much as you can, fix your mind upon a thing you want in your life. And that's what I call purpose. And so if you can do that, I promise you, you won't ever get bored. And I don't mean bored by like stillness, calmness, meditation. Some people thought I meant like, it's good to be bored. It's good to be, you know, doing nothing. I'm like, doing nothing is not boredom. I could do nothing and be very happy actually. I don't have to be bored, right? Boredom itself, in and of itself, is when your brain is go goes dead. Like when you don't think, when you're doing nothing and you're aimless. You're like this. You're like just drifting in air. That's what I call boredom. Boredom doesn't ever, I, I don't remember the last time I was bored. I can't remember the last time, like in my life. I just can't. So all in all though, I had incredible comments. Um, you know, I had a few people, but like I, you know, my heart goes to them. I had a few people just plain not try to insult me. Um, well, it's because miscommunication. Like they don't know, like I have friends who came in trying to defend it. I had friends who came in like totally just trying to uh, demonize me, make me look like I'm a person taking advantage of the situation. Um, and it's cool. Like I'm like, everyone has their freedom to express what they think. And uh, I can't control it, um, you know, but I, I have love for every single person I comment regardless, no matter how, uh, how mean or nice it was or truthful or inaccurate or accurate. I don't, I don't really care. I don't judge the comments because my thing is this, like you're going to express what you think, whether I like it or not. And so I just choose to like it. So it's good. There's so many comments on here though. I got, I got a lot of people shared, good, some, shared some good perspectives. I also learned a lot just reading the comments. 
at least from the ones from the people who actually decided to to like share an intelligent perspective. And what I mean by that is there's many people that just came on to release some emotion and left. You know, <laughs> like like Kira, like I hate this and left. You know, they, no one said that, but I'm saying they just walked in like screw everything and screw you and then walked away. Like, you know, there was no conversation. But the conversation with the ones who were like, I don't agree, whatever. I'm like, why? How? Tell me. Tell me what you think. And the most common thing I found was that most people thought when I said purpose, I meant purpose in life. That's not what I'm talking about. But in your life, you should have a purpose. I'm just saying there is a big goal you're working towards. By the way, the point of the post was this. If you are bored, this is just showing you that you just didn't have something to work towards regardless of the situation. What I mean by that is if you're bored during quarantine, then you obviously lacked definiteness and some purpose in life even before this all happened. Because if you walked into this pandemic, like you kind of went into it like I did or any one of my friends that I know that did with the purpose already in place, this would just be, like I said, another variable. Okay, great. Now I can't do it like this. I got to do it like this. I got to find a new way. That's it. That's what I meant. And so I have a... I have a, I have a, I have a guess that the only people that found offense to the post were two of one of two kinds of people. Number one, people who are struggling like mentally, and that's why my compassion goes to you, by the way. And in the comments, if you read, I, I respond to lots of people, and uh, I said, you know, I actually like my heart goes to the people who are struggling mentally, like depression, whatever, anxiety in their house. Like, call me, like, hit me up. I'm, I'm willing to help. I'll get on calls with people. I don't care, um, and I already have with a few people. So that's the one kind of person I might have been offended by the post because they feel like um, what I'm saying is I'm disregarding the fact that they're going through a painful experience. I'm not saying that. That's not boredom, by the way. You're not bored, by the way. You're very occupied, very busy. It's not boredom if you're sitting there anxious and depressed the whole day. That's actually a very hard thing to do. You have a lot of purpose in that moment because <laughs> you've got something you're focusing on. I'm not, you're not brain dead, so that's not what I'm talking about. But the other kind of person is probably someone genuinely sees themselves bored. I saw a great video the other day of a guy saying for the first time ever, everything is stopped. Work response, most people's work stuff is stopped. Most people's responsibilities outer has stopped. You're not distracted by traffic and people and cars. And he's like, for the first time ever, you actually have the opportunity, not the conditions or circumstance, but the opportunity to be at home or be alone. That rhymed. And in that circumstance, isn't it the greatest time to start actually asking deeper questions about your own life, about yourself, about what you want? Isn't that? See, prior to all this pandemic happening, everybody had the excuse, and it's a justified excuse, but it's still an excuse. I don't have time. I'm too busy. Work is like this. I'm like that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, so what's the excuse now? Nothing other than I have it, my family, someone in my family has it, or I'm, I'm just mentally disturbed. In that case, your purpose should be to fix the mental disturbance. I'm telling you one part of fixing it is finding out something you want to work towards. That's what we're talking about here. So hey everyone to Facebook, I can see your comments here. Uh, let me just open them up real quick. And everyone, uh, Instagram Live, is there uh, people on Instagram often? Yep. Yeah. What's going on, is anyone saying stuff? <laughs> not yet, no. Okay, good, so always good to hear your words. Thanks Nick, welcome. Moon Goddess, I just see an emoji of two hands. Back at you. Um, we got, this is a time to be resourceful and use our gifts. Yes, be resourceful. Do things with your time. Um, we got found you because I'm bored. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's really funny, Nick. Thanks. I got, I, got, I got comedians on the show. Okay, good. Melissa, consumed with your purpose. Yeah. 
If you're bored, you lack purpose. Yeah, see, Melissa, see, some people, like, a lot of people agree, a lot of people disagree, and it's like, if you got what I said, then you would actually, we'd all be on the same page. Because I'm sure you're not suggesting, for the ones who disagreed or whatever, saw it another way, I'm sure you're not suggesting to be absolutely brain dead and do nothing with your time. I'm going to assume you're intelligent enough to not assume that that's a good piece of advice. So the opposite is true. Do something with your time. I don't care what it is. Someone's like, I like to paint So when I'm bored or whatever. So uh, I don't need to have purpose right now. I'm like, but no, that's purpose. That's what I'm talking about. What are you working towards? Maybe you love to paint. You're just improving your skills. My point is productivity. Purpose and productivity. That's what I'm talking about. Jessica, big smiley face in the hand. Okay, hey, what's up? Um, we got, it's a trying time right now. We got to be sensitive to others' feelings. People are dealing with mental health. Alps, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and by the way, let me just put it for the record, as I'm just here anyways. I might as well say this on the record. I, I, I As I reread my post, I do realize it can't, it can't have came off strong. So um, for the ones that I guess I could have said it more sensitively, I apologize. I'm totally cool. I have no ego with that. Like I could have worded it better. You know, I could have had more sensitive language in there, but it doesn't change the the point of what I was trying to say. So yeah, I do. I I, 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 I didn't want it to come off like harsh, you know what I mean? But like it came from a good heart. So um, how entrepreneurs can, and by the way, Upton. The, uh, well, it's already on uh, like. Is it? Yeah, never to turn off. I don't know why it turned off. Weird, weird. Yeah. Even, even the TV star is trying to take a nap with me. Uh, it's a, it's all about intent. Yes, absolutely. Okay, good. So, let me just open this up so I can see your guys' comments. Um, so today, uh, I asked to only pick the questions that were asked that relate to like the situation, so I can make it relevant. Um, and by the way, for everyone watching, two things. Number one, I'm gonna write this in big so you can see. It. Number one, share this. Video. Why share this video? Because you can help me spread a ton of positivity, uh, positive messages and productive things for people. Instead of watching Instagram videos and memes, they can watch the show and hopefully get something out of it. I've had people message me throughout the last couple of weeks about how um, you know Clear Talk has helped them so much with so many different things at home. So let's share the video so that we can spread this and help a lot of people out. And second thing. Um, second thing, I want you to go to askarmin.com after the show or during and ask your own questions. You go in there, I shout you out on the show, um, and um, and we answer your questions as well. So so go there so I can answer it live, and then you get the recorded version on YouTube. Go to askarmin.com. Can someone post um, on my Instagram, maybe in my Facebook, askarmin.com, um, so that people can go and um, ask their questions. So without further ado, I love everybody on right now. Got a lot of people on right now. Someone says, hey, stranger. Hey, stranger. I don't know the rest of the song, but. It's not as hey, brother. I know, I know, I know, but I put stranger. I remix it, I put stranger. Okay. Okay, good. All right, let's get into the questions. Lauren? Yeah. Oh, who is it? I don't care who it is. I mean, we can pick. Rock, paper, scissors? I don't really care. Someone asked me the first question. Let's get into this. How do I overcome temporary defeat and stay positive during this pandemic as an entrepreneur? Mm. How do I overcome temporary defeat and stay positive during this uh, during this pandemic as an entrepreneur, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah, good question. Um, first of all, the same way you would handle any other defeat. So I think the biggest thing I took away from this was 
as I like watch, you know, as I watch, um, by the way, guys, remind me, I wanted to talk about the difference between watching news now and usually watching news and why like watching news now is productive. It's, it's, yeah, it's an interesting topic. I know, I know. Because I see a lot of the personal development, like all my self-help junkies, like, and I, I say junkies, like I'm kind of a self-help junkie myself. Like the personal development people, they're like, stop watching news. They're programming your mind, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, but I'm like, I'm watching news in the morning and it's super productive. And I'm going to explain why. So remind me later to bring that up. So, because it's not the, it doesn't help the question. So here's my answer to the question. Okay. I feel like everybody thinks because this is a new virus that it's a new type of problem. Woo! Let me get into this. I think everybody who thinks this is a new virus, they think it's a new problem. Let me remind you something. This is just a new virus. And maybe it's not even new, I don't know. But it's the first time we're having a virus like this. It's not the first time we're dealing with a problem. I want that to sink in. Just actually hear what I just said. There is no difference between how you overcome and handle defeat and failure as a human race, as an entrepreneur, whatever, whoever you are, now than it ever has been before. What's the difference? Nothing. The only slight difference is this is the first time we had an economic crash happen because of a virus. Make sense? So with that being said, why are we throwing out all of the skills and the muscles and the habits and the emotional intelligence we have just because this is a new virus? It doesn't change the situation. The same way you handled that breakup. The same way you handled that divorce with your with your watching your family. The same way you handled that divorce yourself. Same way you handled your mom, dad, or brother, or sister dying in your life, whoever it is. The same way you dealt with all of the bankruptcy you had. The same way you dealt with the, 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 the near-death experience you had. All the other stuff in your life that's happened. Or you watch other people go through. The same way you dealt with that, you're going to deal with this. You're going to deal with it the same way. It's not different. Don't think it's different. When you think this is different and new and you don't know what to do about it, you're giving too much power to, this, to the situation that it doesn't deserve. Like I keep saying, this is not the first time we dealt with a virus as deadly. We've dealt with more. And this is not the first time we've had an economic decline. We had it 12 years ago. We then had it not eight years before that. And then we had it several times in the 1900s. Guess what happened, guys? We only got stronger. We only got better. Are there businesses that failed and went bankrupt and they wanted to kill themselves? Probably some people took their own lives as well during some of these crashes, yes. But are there also people that started a business in the midst of all of it and thrived? Yes. Choose which one you wanna be. So here's how you overcome defeat. The same way you've always overcame it. And what I mean by that is this. It's still the same principles that all matter, the fundamentals. You gotta keep your mind fixed upon what you want no matter what, defeat is only temporary. Don't mistake something temporary for something permanent. The, I think the biggest problem you'll have is if you start thinking that this is just gonna be how life is now. And for all my conspiracy theorists, this is where I'll have a hard disagreement with you. Because I'm sure your mind is taking you to places where this is the new world order now. Everything's going to change after that. Yeah, I know it's going to change, but we're always changing anyways. It's not like it's something new. We're going to evolve as a human race. We're going to probably get more techno technological sa savvy. Yes, jobs are probably going to get lost and be replaced with AI. Yes, of course, but this has been happening for years, not because of coronavirus. 
This pandemic is not responsible. Don't give so much credit to the per to the author that without, you know, how do I say this? Don't give too much credit to um to somebody that's not the author of the situation. Woo. That's deep. Okay? Coronavirus is not the author of this whole thing going on. So stop stop making it feel so much bigger. It's not true. Like this was going to happen anyways. I was watching financial experts talk about how it doesn't even matter if there was a, a pandemic or not um, because this uh, the economic crash was going to happen because we're just headed towards a decline regardless. So I remember watching it. I'm like, wow, great. So it just happened with this. So the only difference is this time we have a mass fear of psychology as a human race. That's the only difference. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're, defeat, you're temporary defeat. You said it yourself as temporary. Understand that. Put more emphasis on the temporary than you put on the defeat. How you handle temporary defeat? Focus more on the temporary than you focus on the defeat. That's deep. I just felt the wave of energy go through. Okay. My team, my company, my family, and my own mental state is completely fine. Because as a leader, I have one responsibility. I always keep looking forward and I know nothing lasts. Nothing bad lasts ever. Everything is temporary and things will always get better. And by the way, this is off reference. Look at history. If you want to be intelligent, actually look at history and study it. Don't study just why things happen. Study before, during, and after it happened. Figure out what actually went through. When you look at all of the different crashes, wars, and, and declines, and bubbles, and plagues that have came, and like we had SARS, we had a lot of things. There was something called the Black Plague, and many of you probably don't even know about. And the Black Plague was like people would come home. There was no technology back then. People would come home, their whole family was dead. Because the plague would just come into your body, and like within minutes, you would stop breathing. Imagine that was what we were dealing with. You'd be very grateful for coronavirus. Say, hey, give me sniffles. It's okay, I'm fine. I'd rather cough in, in the hospital for 14 days and get better. Right? Like, imagine that. And people had no technology back then to know what's happening. So they just run around thinking there's black magic everywhere. My point is, we've been through that. Guess what? We're still here. Not only here, we're better, we're stronger, we're smarter, we're faster, we're more evolved. So shouldn't you just focus on where this is going to end up anyways? I'll tell you where it's going to end up. We're all going to get better. Hospital systems are going to improve. Companies are going to get more innovative. People are going to become more productive. I'm starting to see people running, doing jogs, that if when I look at them, I'm like, you would never be jogging if this wasn't happening. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm outside, I'm, I'm looking at some random guy. He's like 67 years old, doing a jog. I'm like, this guy's running. Guess what? That guy wouldn't be running if he had worked that day, if he had a pandemic. So what did it show me? It showed me that this condition is forcing people, hopefully all, all of us, but not all of us, obviously, but forcing some people into positive momentum. Because of the fear and the comfort that they used to have, this coronavirus came up like, nope, rug took it out under them. Now they're like, I got to do something. People are going for jogs. They look happier because they actually have time to do things for themselves. So is this a bad thing? No, not in my eyes. No. Are bad things happening though? Yes. Bad things are happening. Is it a bad thing overall? No. Because I'm going to drop a video later today that simply explains uh, one thing. And when you look at human history, we've only evolved through problems. If you want anything to take away from this entire clear talk, I want you to take this away. Problems are a good thing. Problems are a good thing. And if, the more you embrace them and you learn that they grow you, 
the better off you are. It's only when you start thinking that a problem is temporary is permanent. Now you start thinking irrationally, you know? Now you're like, I'm over. It's all over. I got to close my doors. I got to give up on everything. It's like, why? Why? You never know. Two weeks from now, we might just go back to normal. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that I think it's highly unlikely, but what if it does? You over-exaggerate. Even six months from now, six months, you're like, that's a long time. Not in, not in retrospect to your life. You got decades. Most of us have decades and decades left. So not, not retrospect to your life. Six months is nothing. It's a tiny piece. And in six months, by the way, with your force condition, I have to be self-intuitive, like inside yourself, not outside. Can really bad come out of it if you choose to positively look at everything? No. Right? So I got a lot of people up here. Um, just looking at this. Welcome to everyone getting gone. This too shall pass. Yes. Absolutely. What do you think is the biggest reason that this virus had to happen, Armin? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know because I, like, I didn't make it or create it or send it out. So I'm not sure the purpose behind it. But, it, but I'll tell you my personal perspective, I guess. What's the biggest re- what's the what do you think is the biggest reason that this virus had to happen? That's a good like like you know what good came out of this? I, I I'll tell you there's probably a lot of biggest reasons. Number 1, China banned eating wild animals. Um, you know, I actually said this. I I still by the way, I still eat like meat. You know, so I I eat like I still eat like normal like I I have a normal diet. Like what I mean normal is like majority of people eat everything, right? Um I just don't eat like you know, gluten and stuff like that is bad for you. Like dairy, I don't have a lot of, but I still have meat, right? And I used to be a vegan for nine months uh, years ago. And then I also went pescatarian. I've also done vegetarian for months and months and months. So I know the differences. I was hands down a lot healthier during vegan, but I was unhealthy actually because I did it wrong. Like I was eating bad food, but I was not eating <laughs> like the food that they say don't eat. So I did it wrong. I had no training back then. Point is, I did say like, I hope the whole world consensusly goes into a vegetarian state because of this, because the virus came from animals. So maybe this is like, a, and you know, as soon as I said that, a few days later, I saw that China banned wild animal eating. Now, wild animal just means they can't eat like the most weird animals like you would think about eating. It doesn't mean they can't eat like normal animals. Like when I say normal, like the ones we're used to. But that's a huge step. Do you understand like how many wild animals lives just got saved just from one law like that? Like millions of animals just didn't get eaten alive. So... I think that's a great thing that came out of it. Because um, if the whole world went vegetarian, like, I'm in. I don't care. I, I actually don't care. Like, I would be totally... If they went vegan, I'd be in. Because I, I have enough science to know what's good and good. Um, so that's one good thing I know. Another good thing is I see a lot of people talking about the environment. I think it's just totally true. The environment is breathing. Like, when I leave my house to, like, go for an errand or something, or I drove even to the office today just to film Clear Talk. We've been all working through Zoom uh, the whole time. Uh, which is also, by the way, just as easy to do Zoom as like having been in an office. So, uh, but we can't do Zoom, a clear talk show on Zoom. My point is, um, when I'm driving, like there's nobody out there. And you know what I see? I see greener trees. I see greener grass. I see a world. <laughs> what's the lyrics go? I just, I felt, what's his name? I forgot his name. The, the guy who sings it. How did I forget his name? You know that song, the one I'm singing. Are you talking, no, I don't know it. I really? think I know what you're singing. How are you laughing, then? How are you laughing? Are you talking about Imagine? No, no, no. Is that it? No. No, 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 no. Does the, the the really deep voice? Uh, you know that one? Oh, Barry White. Barry White? Is that Barry White? He yeah, sings that song. I see a dance. Oh, I see a dance. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know. I don't know the guys. Fr- no, I don't think it's. Comment below if you know the song I'm talking about. <laughs> 
world. Check yeah, it out. what a wonderful world. Uh, by who? Uh, I don't know. I don't want. You know what's stupid? I feel like I want to say Stevie Wonder, but I know that's not the guy. I don't know why I want to say Stevie Wonder. I'm so wrong. So forgive me. Louis Armstrong. Louis Armstrong. What was that? I see a world. Yeah, the clouds or whatever. Go listen to that song. That's probably what the world's like right now. Environmentally, we are doing less pollution, less everything. So I actually see um, benefit. There's a, you know, to every atom, there's a positive and there's a negative. So just remember this. There's never one side to anything. There's always a balance. So there's a lot of good coming out of this as there's a lot of bad coming out of this. So I think the environment's breathing more. It's another big reason this virus had to happen. Um, and, and, and thirdly, I think... Well, look, I, I'm not like I'm not religious or anything, but I'm I am spiritual. What I mean by spiritual is like I'm connected to God, and when I say God, I see infinite intelligence, source, universe, whatever you want to call it. I don't think we're the I don't think we're the I'm the biggest thing in the world. I don't think humans are the biggest thing in the universe. I think there's something bigger, whatever it is. I'm connected to it in, in a sense where I can feel it within me. And so when I say that, it's because I'm a deeper student of like philosophy of life, and I, I like to study the philosophers and people in the history that have questioned things in life. And so that's just who I am. And when I think about that, you know, when I, and I think about it practically, um, I think about it like this. As a human race, we only evolve through problems. I think about it like this. I thought, I think the one, probably one of the biggest reasons this virus happened is a good thing is this. Aside from the fact that it's going to grow us, how is it going to grow us? I, my answer to you is this, Kumar. And shout out to Kumar for uh, answer, asking the question on, on Facebook. My, my biggest response is this. I think we all as a, as a country had to, like, uh, sorry, as a world, had to go into, like, a severe panic attack, a severe fear attack um, for us to be challenged enough to get thrown on the line to get super innovative. And what I mean by that is it brings out the best of us. The best out of us come out when nothing, we have no other option but to survive and strive. And I think it's a beautiful thing because I'm seeing humans come together. Like it's the most, like it touches my heart. I almost cried when I was seeing that people are singing around the world with each other, helping each other out. Companies are turning their things around to help. Like it was just so beautiful when I saw this. I go, wow, if we had never gone through such a global problem, then we wouldn't be able to see how beautiful we are as a human race in the time of need for each other. Here's my another big one as a stem to that. This virus has unified the entire world. Isn't that it? Isn't that the truth? The whole world is on one page to come together to fight this. Like I'm seeing every prime minister, president, leader, dictator, whatever it is, come together and say, we're going we're gonna to beat this virus. It's almost like before this virus, the entire world had their own egos and differences and we're this country, you're this country, da, 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 da. Virus comes and says, well, I don't care who the hell anyone is. I'm about to, you know, kill all of you. Like that's what the virus came in and said. I'm just going to, you know, come in here and uh, mess things up. The whole world, all the different egos, they aligned and they said, yo, we got to do something about this together. I think that's probably the most powerful thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm grateful I get to be alive during this time. I'm grateful I get to watch this happen because I don't think we ever get a chance like this to see people come together and see a world unify. So I think the biggest reason that's had to happen was it had to show us what it looks like to, to be one in the world. I was gonna make a joke, but but I'm actually serious about this. I can't even make a joke about this. I can't even like make fun about like myself saying this, but because I actually agree. I like I, I feel it what I'm saying. So why don't you focus on the temporary, not the defeat? Why don't you focus on the love, not the fear? Why don't you focus on the unity it's creating, not the the deaths? You know?
I mean, we could always sit there and be a paranoid about how worse it can get. It's going to get, listen, sweetheart, honey, whoever's watching this right now, whether your, your theories are correct or not, whether you know everything about coronavirus or not, it's still killing people. Just, I just want to make a disclaimer here. No matter what you're thinking, it's still going to go and do what it's doing. So whether you're thinking about it or not, it's going to happen, whether you like it or not, which means you're not contributing more to the fix or the, or the cause of it as a problem. So just focus on yourself. Focus on helping yourself so that when everything's over, you can help everybody else. Because if everybody's trying to figure out how to help each other out, like what I mean is how to think for them instead of themselves by helping them because they want to, well, everyone's just going to leave their own post. They're going to leave their own post, their own guard, and lose everything. And then now everyone needs help. It's like, it's like, and I say this with like respect to, to the example, it's like a bunch of homeless people coming together trying to help each other get out of homelessness, trying to help each other, teach each other how to make money and, and become unpoor. That doesn't work that way. One person must make a decision to go build it himself or herself, come back and help the rest. So you have to focus on yourself. Leadership, think of it like this. Imagine you're stuck on an island with your family. I gave this example to Isaiah once. Imagine you're stuck on an island with your family and, and there's only one lifeboat that can come off the island and you know deep inside you're the only one that's like intelligent enough to go figure this out and, or has enough heart to figure it out and your family's just distressed. So if, you, if any one of them got on the boat, they'd probably sink and die or give up. So like you know you can go out there, get help and come back. But it's hard to leave people. It's hard to leave the ones you love stranded on the island only because you're not thinking about the fact that you're going to come back for them later when you have help you can give them. Problem is you're all stuck on the same island right now. As, like, as family and your business, whatever, we're all stuck in the same place. One of us has to have the courage to go and find the help, be, become the help, learn all the stuff and bring it back to the rest. If you can't do that, then, you know, we wouldn't have, America wouldn't exist. Christopher Columbus wouldn't have had the courage to get on one ship and literally just set sail into the abyss, not knowing what the hell is going to be there, to find an entire land which became the United States of America. When I say that, it's like become the Christopher Columbus of your family. Become the Christopher Columbus of your business. You know, um, become, become that person who's willing to have the courage to leave the island, go and set sail and find help, build yourself, build your purpose, find the solutions to how to deal with your emotions. And when you come back mentally, when you come back to the family, to the house, to the customers, whatever it is, you can actually help. So that's, that's my, that's my response to you, Kumar. Thanks for asking the question. Um, Rola says, Armin, you're so right. Even though I wanted to make a joke about this virus too. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I was like, gonna, I was gonna make a joke. You know, I just like to laugh a lot. But I'm like, no, this is true. Like, I, I don't even want to, I don't even want to make it a, like a light thing. Um, thanks for everyone watching, by the way. Time for the unwakened to waken now. Yeah, Bernice, 100. I think if you had any excuse to stay asleep, drifting, or aimless in your life, now is the time to not have the excuse anymore. And uh, I think a lot of us have benefited. From, from really throwing those excuses away because it's too scary to stay in a situation where you don't know how to fix it. So for everyone getting on, by the way, um, welcome to the show, Clear Talk. Share this video so we can get it out there as much as possible. Share right now, by the way. Stop for a second before I get to the next question. Click that share button. Here's the share challenge. Click the share button. I want to see those shares. I want you to post it on your Facebook, post it on Instagram if you can. Email a copy to your, your grandmother at home. I don't care what you do with the video, but do it. Because this is helping tons of people out. What a wonderful world. Yes, Shayma. Thank you. Um, I think we're on MJ's song now, Heal the World. No, Alan. Alan, that's not, that's not it. Um, good. Okay, awesome. So that answers the question, temporary defeat. Focus on temporary, uh, temporary not the defeat. Uh, and keep going, by the way. Persistence now more than ever matters. Pick up Think and Grow Rich and go read the chapter on just persistence. That's exactly what I did in, in December when I had depression. I literally picked the book up and I skipped to persistence and just read from there. 
And you know what? It taught me so much. So much. So keep working towards your goal and realize like, yeah, a lot of the things that weren't productive before now are productive. So let me talk about the news thing before I go to the next. Uh... See, because we can't touch each other anymore, we're becoming telepathically stronger. You know, we're starting to feel each other more. <laughs> Me and my team, we're like high fives in the air. Like we can't touch each other, keeping our distance when we have to see each other. And like, but now we're picking up thoughts. Like telepathy is stronger now. I'm like, bam. She, I, I was like, let me talk about the news thing. She's like, oh, I was about to say that. I was about to say it. I'm like, okay. So, so, so I know a lot of the people and, and I grew up in the same kind of culture. Don't watch news. They're programming you. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I agree. By the way, I totally agree. I think news is just corrupting your mind. Um, not all of it, but most of it, like 90, 99%, maybe 1% is good, but 99% is terrible. Um, but in times like this, you got to understand the intention behind watching news right now is very different. Cause I, like I woke up and, uh, news was on. I asked my mom, I'm like, why are you watching news again? Uh, cause she's like, watches it every day. And she goes, no, no, no. And she actually taught me something. She goes, no, no, no. I'm, this is the entire nation's status. I need to know what's happening. And I said, mom, you're right sat down and I started watching with her and I was uh, eating breakfast and I'm like, yeah, this is true. So right now it's, it's okay if you watch what your country's news is saying. It's not okay. I'm not talking about going and finding out how many people died and the, the, there's a leaderboard of how many coronavirus cases there. Why does that matter to you? I'm just curious. Like, why does it matter to you whether there's a hundred thousand more people that just got saved, by the way, that got healed from coronavirus. It's a great thing. Let's give a huge round of applause to that, by the way. To all the doctors. All the doctors, the nurses, the, the yeah. hospital workers, like I have friends that took care of my dad at the time and now they're working today. Like a uh, huge shout out to all you guys. Like you guys are doing something I can't even fathom. I can't even like, this is the reason why you guys carry the back, the back uh, bone of this country. Um, Cause without you guys, like a lot of us could die and you, you help us. So thank you to the doctors, the nurses, um, all the healthcare workers that are in the field, in the battlefield right now. It's just the most beautiful thing. Um, you're putting your own life at risk and you're saving people's lives. So I think you guys are the biggest leaders right now during all of this, more than anybody else. Um, so I can almost cry talking about it because I, I know what it felt like to go through the process of my dad in the hospital every day. So I know what it would feel like being in a hospital with so many people that are sick. So, um, and I, I want to just give a huge endorsement or endorsement. I want to condemn the, the people of the world because over 90% of them have stayed home and they've quarantined. Like our company has shifted. So many companies have shifted. Everybody's gone virtual. People are staying away from each other. And guess what, guys? It's working. Um, it's working. Like the, the, the spread of the things slowed down from what I understand, from what I was learning. And it's, it's really helping. So um, like again, unity. Like once again, unity. It's beautiful to see it all happen. So um, the news right now it's really productive to watch your country's news on what's going on with your economy with the grants with the loans with the because that relates to you guys that relates to your purpose you need to know so it's okay to watch it i'm not talking about going to watch news on how bad things are becoming so that you can get more afraid that's not the news i'm talking about that news is still terrible there's no point in filling that in your mind because it doesn't help you it doesn't make it any better for you to make your day productive and make your day better and feel better if you're seeing a bunch of bad news see the relevant news Ain't nobody got no time now. So everybody got time. So all my follow-uppers, all my salespeople, my closers, my prospectors, you got to be calling up your whole list right now. Like, hey, what's up? Oh, you just still in a home quarantine? Okay. So like you got 30 minutes, right, to watch this presentation? Like you should be selling right now. And by the way, don't stop selling. Don't If you're an entrepreneur, don't stop selling. Don't stop buying. 
don't. Here's why. The economy needs cash flow. You are a part of the solution if you're still selling. If you can still sell in your business, don't stop. The moment you stop, you're ruining the economy. You're, you're contributing to the problem. The virus is one thing. The economic crash is another. If you continue to sell, especially if you're an online business, if you're an offline, find a way to sell because the more money that comes in and out of your business, the more you're able to help. The whole economy has to run. That's why the government's giving out whatever, $107 or $2 billion right now to the, to the country because they want them to keep spending. All right? Um, so good. Uh, we got, there'll be, uh, yeah, there'll be 2.4 million employees jobless. Um, wow, it's terrible. And so, so that's like not terrible. I think it's a good thing actually because all those 2.4 million people are going to get really good at building a skill that makes them money or they're going to just, you know, drop their life away and like throw their life away. But those people would have done that anyways, whether they had a job or not. So that's, that's a different problem. It's a purpose problem. Um, but for everybody else, I'm hoping this forces you to innovate this. Listen, guys, we're in 2020. There are two repeats in the year. 2020. That means we've advanced. We're doubling up. That has nothing to do with that today. But we doubling up because the year itself is consistent. It's repetitive. It's persistent. It says 20 and then another 20. Here's my point. That was a joke. Here's my point. We are so far beyond the 1900s, the 2000s. We better be innovating. Like, it is time. It's time to innovate. Now is the time. So if you had a job before and that's all you knew, guess what? You're about to know more about yourself. So go find out more about yourself. We got some more people here. There's a lot of good comments. Okay, good. I, I just want to get to another question right now. But thank you for the comments. I love everybody uh, that's on right now. By the way, share this video if you haven't already. Go to askarmin.com, A-S-K-A-R-M-I-N.com to get your questions answered. You submit a question, I'll answer it on the show. Love you guys so much. Yeah, next question, whoever it is. Should we all be thinking about starting an online business? Yes, and what I'm working on is gonna help you do that when I launch it in April, so stay tuned for that. Next question. What should young entrepreneurs be doing right now to seize the opportunity of this pandemic? To seize the opportunity? Yeah. Well, there's a few things I know friends are doing. One is you can think about like a trading, like a stock trading or investing course right now online and just learn how to buy stocks or whatever. I'm not endorsing that. I'm just saying, cause I wouldn't do that. I would focus on building my own business online because I can control that investment return. But if you, like there's a few things you can do right now, learn how to invest your money. Um, I have friends in the real estate space, so I have the connections. I'm going to be buying investment properties. That's a good thing. So I would actually pick up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or any of Robert Kiyosaki's books. He has incredible data on this whole situation. Um, and he financially teaches financial literacy, so you can learn a lot about how to, how to take advantage of this. Um, also study the companies or the stories of people that did go through the last crash because... Um, you know, I know it's a pandemic. I'm trying to address the actual economic crash because that's what's affecting your business, not the pandemic. The pandemic is the trigger, but the actual effect is coming from the fact that the economy is declining because of that pandemic. So that's going to change the way you do your business. Uh, I would look into like learning how to invest or I'd invest all your money into yourself right now to become more valuable in the marketplace. I spent uh, close to $100,000 in my own personal development in the last couple of years in my business. And that is the only reason why I get to thrive in my business today. I give all my credit to what I've learned, who I've become, and the things I've, I've like 
bought and I've uh, implemented in my life. So now more than ever is time to take that little bit of money you have left and put it back into a course, something that you can help you grow as a person, get more skillful, get more talented, and get more um, uh, disciplined so that you're more valuable in the marketplace. I would do that. Um, other thing is, it's, it's just mar- like marketing is important. In times like this, make sure all your marketing, all your content, all your, everything is related and relevant to the situation happening. Let me tell you this, I promise you this. For the next 12 months, this is not, we're not gonna be quarantined, but for the, over the next six to 12 months, this will totally be the topic of the, of the country, of, of the world. Coronavirus is just starting, you know, like, um, like Lauren was asking me, don't you think it's kind of like gonna get redundant? Like, don't you think people are sick and tired of hearing about coronavirus? Cause we were gonna talk about coronavirus again today. I'm like, no, it's just a start. If you look at the way things are going, this is just the fresh start of a trend. This is literally like the baby phases. This is gonna turn into skits and movies and it's gonna turn into advertisements, companies, products, new companies being born because they're solving a problem. This is like gonna create a whole new industry probably, okay? So, so we're just in the beginning phases. So make sure as an entrepreneur, you're marketing your content, your, your value, your sales, whatever it is, is related to the situation because everybody is thinking, talking, and being in this whole pandemic. It's a thing to them. It's, it's a part of their life right now. So for the next six months, that's how it's going to be. All my marketing is related to the virus, the pandemic, the crisis, because that is what everything's about right now. Nothing else matters. So that's my question. That's my answer to that question. It's good questions. What should I do to stay focused on my goals during this time? Um, since you have the time now, guys, if you haven't already, write out your goals. Write them out several times throughout the day. Read them out loud to yourself so you can hear it yourself. That has a huge impression on your subconscious mind. Read it out loud to yourself. I still read my goal every morning, every night, in the car, when I'm working, all the time. Um, so personally, you should be uh, imprinting the goal in your mind. Second, do what you've always done. Do what you've always done to stay focused on your goals. This, Like I said, this is no different than if you were just having a personal crisis. Is it? Is there any different? No, no different. The only difference is everyone's having this at the same time. That's the only difference. Um, I think my biggest response to this one is going to be this. Don't treat this different than any other adversity in life. And many of you watching have gone through lots of adversities. This is nothing new that's out of your control. This is not beyond you. It's not bigger than you. Let me tell you something. You are bigger than every problem that comes your way. You're bigger than any challenge that comes your way. Remember that. Remind yourself that. This is no different than any of the adversities you've overcome in your life. I almost died at the age of 18. Losing my life then, that's a lot bigger than having a pandemic happen in my, during my lifetime right now because that, that was my life right there. I've, I've gone through a depression where I wanted to break down and shut down everything I ever built. I've gone through that, that type of pain the, the, because of these things. My dad died in, from my, in my arms from cancer. Like, You guys all have your own share of experiences. Don't let this feel any bigger. And maybe you can even make it feel smaller. And why I'm saying this is it's for you. You have the control and the ability to perceive everything like this smaller. And when you close your mind, what do you see? Do you see this massive problem called the pandemic that's massively bigger than you? I don't. Because when I see it, I close my eyes, it's still this small to me. Like all my problems, they're this small to me. doesn't matter how big they are. Bring them down to this size. It comes with the toy size. I look at it, I'm like, oh, that's a cute problem. Pandemic, economic crash, the whole world's going into a fear, paralyzed state. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, there it is. Right there. That's my problem. Great, let's, uh, let's fix it. Let's do something about it. Let's create something about it. Let's create a solution, a system. It's exciting. That's my answer to you. Uh, thank you for asking the questions, by the way.
How do you find clarity in what you want yep. when it seems like your plans and dreams have been swept away by the virus and the economy failing? Uh, the key, the, the, the person actually, the, the key word in that is feels. Say it again and, I, and I'll tell you what I mean. How do you find clarity in what you want when it seems like your plans and dreams have been swept away by the virus and the economy failing? Yeah, it's because it feels. Can you control how you feel? Yes. So it hasn't actually happened. We talked about in two or three shows ago about reality versus imagination. Reality is this stuff is happening. Like maybe maybe your friends can't talk to you. Maybe your customers are gone, whatever it is. But the, the imagination part is like it feels like it's swept away from you forever. It's going to be like this. Like someone commented on my, that post I talked about and said, I just realized there's a confirmed case in my workplace. Oh my God, this, this virus is spread, spreading like wildfire. I said, look, the reality is there was a confirmed case. That's real. The, your imagination, your fear exaggerated is that it's spreading like wildfire. So I'm sure in your mind when you close your eyes, all you see is like the movie Contagion everywhere. Oh my God. That, that can be controlled, by the way. So my, my biggest answer to you is this. The key is here. It feels like that. Can you make yourself feel different? Can you make yourself feel like it hasn't been swept away? Can you make yourself feel like this is going to be a great story to share with people one day that you overcame this? You know what I've been telling myself? You know what I've been telling myself? I'll tell my whole team right now in front of you guys. I've been telling myself, I can't wait to tell people how we did millions of dollars and launched a brand new product in the midst of this pandemic after it's over. That's what I've been telling myself. You guys want to know what, 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 what uh, faith is? That's faith. I've been telling myself, I can't wait to share the story five or ten years from now that my company, we, start, we launched a brand new product in the middle of a pandemic and economic crisis. And we sold millions of dollars and we helped all of our clients make so much money. And it's a great story to tell. That's inspiring when I think about it. And guess what happens? I focus on a purpose now moving towards it. I don't worry about what's going to happen now because my mind is fixed upon that. That's, that's my real answer. It doesn't feel like that for me, even though it realistically has taken a lot of effect on my business and on everyone else's business. Guys, you feel what you, what you feel you can completely control. It's not from the outside. Like, where are you feeling the emotion? It's not over there. It's not over there. It's inside, right? Well, aren't you the person fully in control of what's inside of this body? You have no control over what's outside, but you have full control over what's inside. Don't you think if you have full control of what's inside, you might as well, for number one, learn how to control it and direct it, and number two, control it to what you want it to be? Don't, wouldn't you rather choose to feel something different inside? So I'm like, oh, but Armin, I think it's not appropriate. It's not nice. It's not respectful. It's not realistic. To not be worried, fearful, this, that. No, no, I think it's completely irresponsible if you feel that actually. Nobody said it's your obligation to be worried and fearful and like everybody else or let the insides of your body go into chaos. The outsides can go into chaos, but the insides. I had a friend who said he was in a board meeting once with a, with a business partner of his and an earthquake hit their city. And they're in this massive office and the windows like, like literally like shake, the whole building is shaking. The guy they were meeting, the client, ran. He looks over to his, to his partner, and this guy just sitting there. And he looks at the other guy, he goes, what do you think we should do? That calmly. And he goes, what, what do you mean? What do you think? It's an earthquake. He goes, okay, should we, should we leave? We should probably go downstairs then. He's like, yeah, we should probably go downstairs and leave the building. He's like, okay. And they got up very calmly and walked out. What's the difference between the guy who sprinted out and these two? They both are alive, obviously, so clearly didn't determine the, the end result. Control. If that person saw chaos happening around him, he completely controlled. Okay, great. So what do we do? That's it. Simple. Other guy has no control over his own body. 
Oh my god! Uh, and he started running and sprinting. Why? Why over exaggerate? The two biggest mistakes you can make is over exaggerating problems and, and issues and situations, and also under exaggerating it. Under exaggerating. There is a perfect middle ground. Over exaggeration is like the world is ending. This is all over. I'm gonna go destroy my life away. Under exaggeration is like this is all fake. Coronavirus was spread. This is not a real thing. Everyone just relax. It's not. It's not real. The middle ground is this. This is all happening, and that's okay. That's the middle ground. This is all happening, and that's okay. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm gonna figure it out. Doesn't matter what comes. I, like my challenge to every person who commented on my post and disagreed is simple. What's your suggestion then? If being bored is because you have no purpose or you have or you lack a definiteness of purpose, meaning you don't want it bad enough, what's your suggestion? Be bored? Do nothing? Become useless? Brain dead? I don't know. What's, what's your... I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I'm not the only coach in the world. I'm curious what you guys are teaching. So my, my simple is this. I follow what works and I follow the truth. The truth to me is this. After 25 years of research, Napoleon Hill studied all the most successful people in history that created and shaped our world today. And he found the first thing, the first principle of success is purpose, definiteness of purpose, meaning knowing what you want and, and, and being, being like literally committed to getting it. That's the first principle. Nothing can start without that. You must have desire and strong enough to pull you through. And if you read that chapter, here's the cool thing. Desire, he says, bends the laws of nature. What I, if it, he had a son, Napoleon had a son that got born with no ears. He didn't accept it. He goes, I don't care. He's not going to be deaf. He didn't let him to go to deaf school. Didn't let him learn how to do sign language. Nothing. And guess what happened? By the ages of 20, they came out with a technology because he himself, he, he ran across, he stumbled across this technology. They used bone, uh, bone deduction or conduction to, to vibrate sound into the skull of his bone to let him hear sound. He, able, he was able to hear for the rest of his life. And he actually ended up helping that company grow. And he realized one thing. He goes, my desire was so strong enough with my son. It took 20 years, no problem. But it was so strong, I didn't accept the conditions that somehow we found a way for him to hear. Check this out. I'll give you another example. When people, when Henry Ford said, "I want to, I want to uh, build something uh, a faster," uh, when they said, "I want to invent something that moves faster," the whole world thought he's going to make a faster horse. That the stupid people thought he's going to make a faster horse. They didn't know he's going to invent an engine with wheels that move. When the Wright brothers said, "I want to fly," people thought these guys want to grow wings. Look at them; they're so delusional. They didn't know. He's going to, they're going to build a machine that can fly in the air and you're inside. When, what was his name? We talked about him on another show. Um, Mar, not Marlo, uh, Juliana or something like that. The guy who invented the radio. I forgot his name. The last time I had it. Anyways, Marconi? when Marconi, when Marconi said, I want to send messages to my friends across the world. Everyone said, that's what mail for. You want to send a message in the air invisibly? They didn't know, first of all, the law of, you know, how, how the science works behind sending vibration in the air. They didn't know it. So right now, when everyone says the world's over, whatever, this is all happening, look, you got to innovate because people may not know what you're going to come up with as an entrepreneur to make it all work anyways. So that's what I'm trying to say. Everyone's going to have disbelief, not have faith when everything's getting worse. That's their problem, not yours. You should have focus on what you want and go after no matter what your desire will bet if it's strong enough it'll bend the laws of nature if it can bend the laws of nature i'm promising you this it can bend circumstances where are we at 30 seconds. 30 seconds. So look, my name is Armin Shafi. I'm the host of the number one show for entrepreneurs who need clarity. This is Clear Talk, where you can come and get your questions answered and get clear in the fogginess of your mind. 
During these times, you should be filling your mind with positive things and useful things for your purpose. I'm so excited that you guys were all on the show today. I hope it helped. Make sure you share this video and go to askarmin.com to get your questions answered. I love you so much. Make the rest of your day the best of your day. Oh, 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 oh,